Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibb, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next hour, I'm going to give you the latest entertainment news on Tory Lanez, Lizzo, Offset, Big Brothers, Luke Valentine, Angelina Jolie, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. GTG, BRB, OMW, be there in a few. You may think that these kinds of texts are fine because of their links, and you can easily send them at a stoplight. But no, answering one text can take your attention away from the road for five seconds. And traveling at 55 miles an hour, that's enough time to travel the length of a football field. Make good decisions. Don't text and drive. Visit stoptextstoprex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. Here's today's STEM tip. Make your selfies look even better with science. Take your pics at golden hour right before the sun sets. The wavelengths made by the atmosphere create a perfect golden light for that beautiful face of yours. Learn more at She Can STEM. A message from the Ad Council. Another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know what's going on in the world of entertainment, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page, and that way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, the call-in number is 347-637-2656, and press the number 1. That's 347-637-2656, and press the number 1. Also, like us on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash thatsentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain One. That's T H A T S Entertain and the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter. That's the letter 14. That's S T I L E T T O and the number 14. You can also follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gibbs. That's T J O N E S G I B B S. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a rainy 73 degrees. Before I get started with the show today, I'd like to give a shout-out to all my listeners out there. Thank you, as always, for hanging out with me and joining me here on uh, on this kind of rainy afternoon. Uh, so how is everyone doing? How has everyone been? Hope your summer is going well. You know, it's like mid-August now, and uh, sooner or later, the Summer is almost over, uh, but it's been a hot summer. I know here in the Northeast it's been really warm and hot and sticky. So far, August, we're only 10 days in, so so far it has been pretty decent. The humidity has been pretty low, 
Uh, we had some good winds. Uh, we just had a storm earlier uh, this afternoon, but uh, so far not too bad. Can't complain. But uh, how is everyone doing? Uh, this week we're going to be talking about uh, Tory Lanez. He has been sentenced for to, for prison uh, for shooting my girl Megan the Stallion. But now a judge ruling uh, has now credited him some time served, and I'll tell you what that's all about. Uh, rapper uh, Liz, I'm sorry, singer Lizzo is face, uh, facing some further legal action on the heels of a lawsuit that was filed by three of her tour dancers who made a complaint uh, about her last week. They had filed a complaint about her, and I'm going to give you the latest. Also, uh, Offset is amending another broken relationship in his life. I'll tell you what that's all about. And um, I don't know if you guys have started watching Big Brother. Uh, if you haven't been up to date on it, maybe you should listen to this. But uh, one of the contestants, Luke Valentine, was kicked off the show. I'll tell you why he was kicked off. And Angelina Jolie is getting ready to... Uh, add lead producer to her resume as she get ready for a new role on Broadway. And uh, talk about Mike Trob, we, we was just talking about Offset, uh, his wife Cardi B, remember the incident with the microphone? Well, get this, the microphone that she threw in the audience at the one of her Las Vegas shows, I, someone sold it on eBay, and you never guess how much that mic was sold for. And that's just the beginning of the show. So let's get start, started with uh, Tory Lanez. Uh, he's better known as A.K.A. Daystar Peterson. Well, he may spend less time in prison for shooting my girl Megan Stallion after the judge ruling over the case credit him with time served. Now, according to Megan Cuniff, a reporter who had provided a full play-by-play in real time of the trial since it began, Judge David Hereford credited the Canadian rapper for 305 days of time served, 231 days for time he already spent in jail, a 50% credit of 34 days and 40 days of house arrest. So he will spend close to nine years in prison with a chance of deportation on Tuesday August 8, Peterson was sentenced to 10 years behind bars after being found guilty of assault with a semi-automatic handgun, carrying a loaded, unregistered firearm in a vehicle, and discharging a firearm with gross negligence in December of 2022. He is requesting bail pending appeal on August 15, but Connor said that the chance of his request being granted is extremely unlikely. Megan Thee Stallion was not present at the time of the sentencing in an effort to preserve her mental well-being, but did send in a statement. And this is what she said. She said, quote, He's not only sh- he, he not only shot me, he made a mockery of my trauma. He tried to position himself as a victim and set out to destroy my character and my soul. He lied to anyone that would listen and pay but he paid bloggers to disseminate false information about the case on social media. He released music videos and songs to damage my character and continue his crusade, unquote. Now, following the sentencing, Kuniff reported that Peterson, a.k.a. Tory Lane, called the Houston native someone I still care for dearly to this day. Meanwhile, Los Angeles County District Attorney George Gaskin 
praised her for coming forward. He said, I commend Megan Pete for her incredible bravery and vulnerability as she underwent months of probing, investigating, and court appearances where she had to relive her trauma and the public scrutiny that followed, unquote. Yeah, you know, know, Megan went through hell. Uh, He made it, he put it out there, made her look like a liar, um, Drake went and did some silly-ass song about her uh, being shot. 50 Cent put it out there making a mockery of her incident. And she had said, you know, I didn't know it was going to be like this. She said, you know, she even said in the court that she wished she had got shot because maybe then people would have took this really seriously and see the seriousness of this. And that's why when women like Megan or any kind of woman when they go through situations like this, we tend not to believe them. You know, this was a serious and she had the the bloody foot, the the where he shot her in the heel, the bandages that I mean how how much much proof can you get that this woman was shot? by somebody that she had called a friend, somebody she had a few things in common. You know, they both had lost their mothers. You know, someone she had confided in who was a confidant, and then you turn around and do something like this. So uh, right now he's only, he was scheduled to be sentenced for 10, but because he had served some time already, the judge uh, said that now he's going to uh kind of served nine years. And what was so interesting about this, uh, rapper Iggy Azalea had publicly supported Tory Lane since the onset of accusations that he shot Megan Thee Stallion in the foot back in 2020. And ahead of Lane's sentencing, which took place on Tuesday, the, uh, the fancy rhymer wrote a three-page letter on behalf of the rapper-singer's character. And as the legal document is public record, on Wednesday, legal affairs and trial reporter Megan Cunniff revealed that Azalea's letter, uh, she revealed it in its entirely. And in the document, she proclaimed that the the raptress is not in the she 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 proclaimed that Tory is not an abuser and that uh, she's and and uh, uh, Iggy Azalea said that she was also a victim of abuse herself. In other words, she know what being abused is all about because she was a victim as well. So the Grammy nominated raptor clarified. This is what she said. She said, quote, I must make note of the things I suffered through so that you understand definitely. I would not write to you on behalf of an abuser. I deeply appreciate the person he is and have never witnessed him lose his temper or raise his voice at a woman. He always been incredibly respectful of me, and I refuse to believe that he would do anything in mouths, especially to a woman, unquote. Now, starting off with a rundown of her own accomplishments and accolades, Azalea told the judge that she had been a successful musician for the last decade and said that she sold over 65 million records with number one hits on the Billboard Hot 100 that had broken records previously held by the Beatles. She also added that her music had been nominated for six Grammys and had a multitude of other musical awards, and throughout her career she toured with some of the biggest acts in music. And then she, Azalea, then compared her status to the presiding judge, stating that, like uh, yourself, I'm great at what I do, 
and I'm well respected by my peers. She also pleaded with the judge to grant him any leniency that would be transformational and not life-destroying. The Australian rapper letter was reportedly written on February 22nd. She received, along with 75 other submissions, on behalf of Tory Lanez. However, after learning that her letter would become public knowledge, Azalea took to social media to say that she was told her words would only be seen by the judge. She also wrote that she never intended for to publicly comment on this case. Uh, Lizzo could be facing further legal actions on the heel of a lawsuit filed by three tour dancers who claim in a complaint filed last week in Los Angeles that the Juice singers subjected them to sexual harassment and a hostile work environment that include allegations that were pressured uh, that they were pressured to touch new dancers during a live sex show. Now, according to a statement from attorney Ron Zambrano, who is representing dancers Ariana Davis, Crystal Williams, and Noel Rodriguez, they said that, quote, we have received at least six inquiries from other peoples with similar stories since we filed the complaint. Now, um, Zambrano added that Noel, Crystal, and Ariana had bravely spoken out and shared their experiencing, opening the door for others to feel empowered to do the same. And some of the claims uh, they are reviewing involve allegations of a sexual charge environment and failure to pay employees and may be actionable, but it's too soon to say. <coughs> Excuse me. Now, at press time, a spokesperson for Lizzo had not returned a request for comment on Zambrano on his statement. Now, the complaint filed last week on behalf of Davis, Williams, and Rodriguez accused Lizzo, born in Melissa Jefferson, and her big girl, Big Touring Inc., of a wide range of legal wrongdoings, including racial and religious discrimination. Among the allegations in the suit were claims that Lizzo pushed the dancers to attend a sex show in Amsterdam, a famed red light district, and pressuring them to engage with the performers. The lawsuit also claimed that the captain of Lizzo dance team, Shirlene Quigley, forced her religious beliefs on the plaintiffs and took repeated actions that made them uncomfortable, including commenting about their virginity and simulating oral sex on a banana in front of them. And in one of the most notable allegations, the suit claimed that Lizzo, who had made body positivity a key aspect of her brand, called attention to a dancer's weight gain after performance at the South by Southwest Festival. Now, last Thursday, Lizzo issued her own response to date to the suit, calling the allegations false and sensationalized stories in a statement on Twitter. And this is what Lizzo said. She said, quote, I am not the villain that people in the media have portrayed me to be this last few days. I am very open with my sexuality and expressing myself, but I cannot accept or allow people to use that openness to make me out to be something I am not. She uh, said that the allegation that she and her company credited a hostile work environment that include allegations of religion, religious and racial discrimination were unbelievable as they sound and too outrageous to not be addressed. And Lizzo specifically addressed the allegation that she had called attention to a dancer's weight gain, saying, quote, there's nothing I take more seriously than the respect we deserve as women in the world. I know what it feels like to be body shamed on a daily basis and would absolutely never criticize or terminate an employee because of their weight. 
unquote. Now, though Lizzo did not specifically address the individual accusations in the suit in her statement, she called them sensational lie stories that are coming from former employees who have already publicly admitted that they were told their behavior on tour was inappropriate and unprofessional. And in a response, Zambrano said Lizzo's statement only adds to uh, their client's emotional distress. At press time, the names of the alleged six other people reportedly contacted Zambrano after the suit was filed had not been released. Billboard had reached out to one of Lizzo's lawyers, Marty Singer, for comment on Zambrano's statement, but had not heard back at press time. And according to NBC News, Singer has recently called the lawsuit suspicious. Um, following the suit and Lizzo's statement, filmmaker Sophia Nolly Allison, who at one point had been attached to direct the singer's Love Lizzo documentary, explained on her socials why she left the project. This is what she said. She said, in 2019, I traveled a bit with Lizzo to be the director of her documentary. I walked away after about two weeks. I was treated with such disrespect by her, unquote. She also said, I witnessed how arrogant, self-centered, and unkind she is. I was not protected and was thrown into a shitty situation with little support. Allison, who had said her gut told her to leave the project and that she is grateful that she did, adding that she felt gaslit and was deeply hurt. And at the time, Lizzo Rev had not returned Billboard's request for comment on Allison's claim. And early uh, this year, Amazon Studio announced that audition had begun for the second season of Watch Out for the Big Girls, a series that chronicled the singer-rapper search for her next crew of big girls, dancers, to accompany on her 2022 tour. And according to NBC, among the six unnamed people Zambrano had talked to, some say they worked on the Amazon series. In addition, on Tuesday, the Jay-Z founded... Uh, Made in America Festival, which was featured headline sets from Lizzo and SZA, announced that it was pulling the plug on this year's edition due to severe circumstances outside of production control. A statement from organizers did not give specific reason for the cancellation, and a spokesperson for Promoted Live Nation referred Billboard to the statement without offering additional comment. Now, NBC reported that before the suit against Lizzo was filed, an unnamed source close to the production said that ticket sales for this year's Made in America Fest in Philadelphia were not good. Right now, we have 18 minutes after the hour. You're just joining in. You're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you'd like to know more about it, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page, and that way it will send you a reminder when I'm on live. Also, if you can't listen to the show in its entirety, you can always go back here on Block Talk Radio and listen to the show uh, in its archives. We also post the show on our Facebook account our, and our Twitter account. So if you can't listen to the show, you can always go back. That's, that's not a problem. Uh, I, you know, I, when I first heard of this story about Lizzo, I was shocked, and, and I, I didn't believe it because, like I said, uh, Lizzo comes across, she's all about empowerment, she's all about um, um, inspiring young uh, women who are heavy set women to be all that they can be, and it's just heartbreaking to hear about these serious accusations. Um, 
Offset is mending another broken relationship in his life. Having been in, uh, at odds with his own label for months, the rapper has apparently patched things up with quality, quality control as he has reportedly dropped his lawsuit against the company. Now, according to TMZ, the husband of Cardi B filed to dismiss the suit against QC with prejudice on Tuesday, August 8, and again, nearly a year of battle over control of the rights to his solo music. Now, sources say Offset will not be rejoining QC as a solo artist, but all disputes and differences between the two parties have been settled. Offset filed a lawsuit against his former label Quality Control in 2022 seeking solo independence, and in February of this year, Quality Control requested the judge do he, he requested the judge to dismiss the lawsuit due to a breach of legal agreement. In response to the dismissal request, the 31-year-old hip-hop artist accused Quality Control of wrongful interference. The rapper lawyer stated that Quality Control wrongful interference with the upcoming release of Offset's new music and continued instance of being credited as the owner of Offset's new solo sound recording is groundless and unjustified. Offset demand quality control counsel against him for breach of contract be dismissed and his lawsuit move forward. However, one month prior at the 2023 Grammy Award, which was held on February 5th, Offset appeared to be getting along just fine with quality control music CEO Pierre P. Thomas. The two men looked cordial as they were seen walking together backstage at the music event. Earlier this year, Offset had also squashed his beat with his bandmate Quavo, the surviving member members Amigos reunited as a posthumous birthday celebration of their late bandmate Takeoff on June 18. And later in the same month, the duo also performed together for the first time in months to honor Takeoff at the 2023 BET Awards. They surprised the audience and viewers as they took the stage at the Microsoft Theater in Los Angeles on June 25th to pay tribute to Takeoff with a performance of Amigos' song Bad and Bougie. Now, Offset recently released a new song titled Jealousy featuring his wife Cardi under Motown. Big Brother contestant Luke Valentine was kicked off the show on Wednesday after he was caught on camera casually using the N-word. The incident occurred early in the day on the show's 24-7 live stream when Valentine, who is white, was speaking in front of three other contestants, Corey Wurtenberger, Hissam Guli, and Jared Fields, who is black. Now, Wurdenberger and Goalie don't reply while Fields laughed from off camera. Later, when the two were alone, Valentine told Fields it was a little slip of the tongue. Now, Fields appeared to brush off the incident, responding, I don't give an F. Later on Wednesday, the network announced Valentine had been removed from Big Brother. CBS and Big Brother producers said in a statement, they said uh, Luke val- violated the Big Brother Code of Conduct, and there is a zero tolerance in the house for using a racial slur. He has been removed from the house. His departure will be addressed in Thursday night's show. The long-running CBS series is unique in that every moment inside the house is captured on camera and microphone, including inappropriate behavior and racist and anti-LGBTQ rants from contestants in previous seasons. In 2020, the cast of the German edition of the show learned about the COVID-19 pandemic in a live special episode after being cut off from the world for more than a month. 
And Angelina Jolie is readily for a new role on Broadway. The Academy Award-winning actress has signed on to be the lead producer of the forthcoming music adaptation of The Outsiders. Based on the best-selling novel by S.E. Hinton and Francis Ford Coppola, 1983 movie of the same name, the production had its world premiere at La Jolla Playhouse earlier this year. A rep announced Wednesday that Jolie will join a producing team that includes the uh, the Arica Group, whose credit includes the Tony Award-winning revival of Oklahoma, Hello, Dolly, and A Raisin in the Sun. Named one of the 100 most inspiring novels by BBC Arts in 2019, The Outsiders detailed the conflict between two rival gangs, the working-class Greasers and the upper-class Sox, in 1960s Oklahoma. The 1983 film adaptation starring C. Thomas Howell, Rob Lowe, Emilio Estevez, Matt Dillon, Tom Cruise, Patrick Swayze, Ralph Macchio, and Diane Lane. Obie Award-winning playwright Adam Rapp script the musical adaptation with Justin Levine, who created the music with Jamestown revival folk duo Zach Chance and Jonathan Clay. Broadway plans will be announced at a later date. Jolie joined the latest wave of A-listers to attach their name to Broadway production. Last fall, Mariah Carey joined the producing team of Some Like It Hot shortly before opening. Earlier that year, Jennifer Hudson, RuPaul, and Don Cheadle added Tony Award winner to their credit for producing A Strange Loop, which took home the award for Best New Musical. Right now we have here uh, five minutes I'm sorry, 25 minutes after the hour. Uh, coming up, uh, talk about a mic drop. Do you know the microphone that Cardi B threw in the audience at the Las Vegas show uh, late last month? Well, it's been sold on eBay, and I'll tell you about the eBay buyer who and how much he paid for it. Also, uh, Felicia Rashad is leaving her position at Howard University. And notorious rapper Takashi 69 was arrested Wednesday in Florida. I'll tell you why he was arrested. And Sierra is getting ready to deliver some goodies. And uh, V, two BTS members, V and has just released his solo single. And uh, BTS Sugar has become the third member of the K-pop supergroup to join the South Korean military. All those stories and more coming up right after the break, so don't you go anywhere. Even though I never do it, I fly you to the coast. 
no ass hiding humid. I put you on the rope, that do it so it's fluid. Then got me wavy, your body go crazy. 45 minutes, I promise not to be lazy. No, you got me wild, drowning, but don't save me. I should make you pay me, baby, yeah. Whoa, whoa, you read me closer. When the feeling feel like it's supposed to You know all my exes will tell you I would have ghosted It's so sick, I'm one of those kids Show me love, baby, the Talking about don't play with it, now she got me serious Gotta make your birthday the happiest, your Christmas the merriest And keep making that movie like I'm fast and the furious Wonder what it's hitting for, ask them but they didn't know And all you getting from her Instagram is that she getting dope I kept scrolling and the only thing that didn't go Was even when she standing up that still be sitting up Oh, they can't figure it out They just wish their bank accounts was as big as they mouth I know, I know the animosity really be curiosity, but next time tap in, might let you know what's happening. I'm gone. You read me closer. Love when the feeling feel like it's closer. You know all my exes will tell you I wouldn't go through. It's so sick. I'm on the road. Show me love. You the Conversations to get uncomfortable. If you go looking for something wrong, then you gon' find it. Searching through my ex's phone is how I was reminded. Pocket fat like Michael or she had me blindsided. I'm trying to uplift your spirit, baby, your mind, body. You know I roll with the mob, shorted like John Gotti. We both flawless, you can't touch us like Prime Ali. Lord, that body perfect, don't modify. But I don't judge if you do, girl, I can buy. Let's take a trip to the Maldives, some peace and quiet. Tell me about your goals and dreams, all while you're riding. Lord, have mercy on me and show me love. I don't have all the answers for us, but no one does. Huh. Yeah, she feel me good, and she wrote a We both, but ain't no one coming close to us. Every Wednesday afternoon with your host Tammy Jones Gibbs, right here on Block Talk Radio. Right now we got 29 minutes left remaining in the show. That was new music from Eric Bellinger featuring Corday and Fabulous and Curious. Uh, before we went to the music break, I was going to tell you that, uh, talk about mic drop, the microphone that Cardi B threw in the audience at the Las Vegas show last month has been sold to an eBay buyer for nearly $100,000. After 122 bids, the Sure AD2 
Accent Digital Mic, a model that typically retails for around $2,000, sold for 99000 on Tuesday morning. Scott Fisher, owner of the sound production company The Way, put the mic up for auction on eBay a week after, uh, a matter of fact, a week ago after reclaiming their equipment, and bidding went from 500 to $50,000 overnight. This is according to the Washington Post. Now, Fisher decided to sell the mic for charity, saying in the eBay, eBay listing that 100% of the profits would be split between Friendship Circle Las Vegas, an organization helping young people with special needs, and the Wounded Warrior Project, an organization assisting wounding, uh, wounded veterans. Now, Cardi B threw the microphone into the crowd at her t- July 29th show at Dre's Beach Club in Las Vegas after one co- concert goer splashed her with some sort of liquid. Fisher saw footage of the incident the following day. Now, on July 31st, a concert goer filed a report with the Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department alleging that they'd been struck by an item that was thrown from the stage. However, the police declined to press charges. Felicia Rashad is leaving her position at Howard University. That's right, the two-time Tony Award-winning actress will step down from her role as dean of the historical black university's Chadwick A. Bozeman College of Fine Arts following the 2023-2024 school year. Howard University President Wayne A.I. Frederick announced last week. The announcement comes two years after Rashad was appointed to the position. The search for a new dean will begin shortly. Known for her role in seminal TV sitcoms like The Cosby Show and the Broadway revival of A Rising in the Sun, A Raisin in the Sun, for which she became the first black actress to win the Tony Award for Best Actress in a Play, Rashad was tapped to helm the reestablished College of Fine Arts, which was renamed after the late Black Panther star in September of 2021. Both actors are alum of Howard University. Rashad graduated from Howard in 1970 with a Bachelor of Fine Arts and has served as a junk faculty and guest lecturer at several other institutions, including the Juilliard School, Carnegie Mellon, and Fordham University, where she became the first recipient of the Denzel Washington Chair in Theater. Notorious rapper uh, Takashi 69 was arrested Wednesday in Florida after failing to appear in court for a traffic violation. The controversial artist, whose legal name is Daniel Hernandez, was clocked uh, doing 136 mile per hour in a 65 mile per hour zone on the Florida Turnpike on June 11. And uh, Hernandez was also cited for driving without insurance and operating an unregistered vehicle. His arraignment was scheduled for July, according to TMZ, but he never showed up, so a judge issued a warrant for his arrest. Cops picked up Hernandez around 9 p.m. Wednesday, according to the Palm Beach County Jail Records. He was released on $2,000 bond at 12.08 a.m. Thursday morning. The Fifi rapper has been embroiled in controversy for years. In 2015, he pleaded guilty to filming a sex tape with a 13-year-old girl. He was sentenced to four years of probation and 1,000 hours of community service. Three years later, he was arrested on racketeering charges as New York prosecutors investigated the nine Trey gangsters. Hernandez famously flipped on his gang and testified for the prosecution. 
He pleaded guilty in February of 2019 and was sentenced to two years in prison before receiving early release to house arrest in April of 2020 because of the COVID pandemic. He became a free man in August of 2020. Now, Hernandez eventually moved to Florida, and in March of 2023, three men assaulted him at a L.A. fitness in the state. He later released a music video that clearly showed his injuries from the attack. Three men, Rafael Medina, uh, Octavius Medina, and Anthony Maldonado, were arrested about one week after the attack. Sierra is getting ready to deliver some goodies now that she and her husband, Russell Wilson, are expecting their third child together. The goodies singer took to Instagram Tuesday to announce the happy news via a black and white video that people notes were was shot by the uh, Bronco quarterback on their anniversary last month. The news is a win for the couple who tied the knot in July of 2016 and already shared two children, son Wynn, that's three, and daughter Sienna, who's six. The singer also shares a son, future Zaire, nine, with ex-fiance, future. V, Young. His solo single has arrived. That's right, the latest BTS member to unleash his solo project. The 27-year-old has released Love Me Again, the first track of his upcoming debut solo album, Layover, and its accompanying music video. Coming out on uh, Thursday, August 10th at midnight local time, the intimate visual for the song featured V taking center stage as he sings the soothing R&B track. He shows his smooth vocals while singing about wanting his object of a back. V's strong fashion sense also stands out in the clip as he exudes retro vibe and sequin outfits. His shirt glimmer from stage lighting as he sings in what looks like a stunning cavern. Love Me Again is the first taste of V's upcoming effort, Layover, which will drop on September 8th. And prior to that, the second track of the album, Rainy Days, will be released on August 11th at 1 p.m. Korean Standard Time, along with its music video. The music video for his lead single, Slow Dancing, will arrive on September 8th, the same day of the album release. It is described as a 1970s romantic soul-style track that exudes a laid-back and free-spirit feeling. The album contains a total of six tracks, including Blue, For Us, and a bonus track piano version of Slow Dancing. V's solo effort comes after his fellow BTS member Jungkook released his solo single, Seven, featuring Lotto. The track uh, led the Billboard Hot 100 in July, and prior to that, Sugar's D-Day album arrived in April, and Jimin's Face album was released in March. Speaking of BTS, BTS Suga became the third member of the K-pop supergroup to join the South Korean military on Monday. His label, Big Hit Music, announced the news, the news uh, hours after Suga had completed his first solo world tour. Uh, they said, this is what Big Hit had said. They said, um, quote, we ask you for your continued love and support for Sugar until he completes his military service and safely returns. Our company will spare no effort in providing support for our artists, unquote. Now, Sugar is the second oldest member of BTS. The group eldest star, Jen, became the first to join the military in December of 2022. J-Hope was the second enlistee, joining in April. Military enlistment for all seven BTS. BTS stars became a major controversy in South Korea throughout 2022 as Jin approached the age cutoff for mandatory uh, service. 
uh, all able-bodied men between the ages of 18 to 28 must serve at least 18 to 21 months in the South Korean military. And in 2020, legislators passed a law extending the age range to 18 to 30 for K-pop stars. Other prominent Koreans, including athletes, classical and traditional musicians, and accomplished dancers, can qualify for exemption, but no such rule exists for K-pop stars. And in October of 2022, Big Hit ended the controversy by announcing that all seven BTS stars would enlist. The group announced a hiatus to focus on military service and solo careers ahead of a planned reunion in 2025. Sugar Soul Adventure included an album, D-Day, and a tour, which ran from April through August. And during the tour, final three shows in Seoul, fellow BTS stars Jungkook, Jimin, and RM joined Sugar on the stage. The, 75, uh, the 75th Annual Emmy Award has been issued a new date nearly two weeks after being postponed amid Hollywood's strike fuel shutdown. The Television Academy has reserved a federal holiday to honor the best in TV with the primetime Emmy now set to air at 8 p.m. Eastern on January 15th, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. The show was originally attended for a September 18th broadcast, but little has gone as planned since SAG-AFTRA went on strike in mid-July. The union, which represents screen actors, broadcasters, and more, joined the Writers Guild of America on the picket line, where the latter has held up residence since early May. And just as screen projects have been shelved and delayed amid the strike, most people anticipate that the Emmys will also be disrupted in some way. Upon news of the postponement last month, sources told Entertainment Tonight that a new day had not yet been confirmed. The Creative Art Emmys, which highlight the technical achievements in TV, has been shifted to Saturday, January 6th, and Sunday, January 7th. An edit presentation will air on FXX at 8 p.m. on Saturday, January 13th. The day after Emmy nominations were announced on July 12th, SAG-AFTRA went public with its intentions to pick it following the breakdown of negotiations with the Alliance of Motion Pictures and Television Producers, which represents studios and streamers. In addition to concerns about bettering compensations and working conditions, both SAG-AFTRA and the Writers Guild are seeking protection in the advent of industry-shifting technology, including artificial intelligence. Reality star Dr. Terry Dubrow and wife Heather narrowly averted a scary reality when the latter came to the rescue during her husband's medical emergency. The 64-year-old plastic surgeon, best known for co-hosting Ease Botch, told TMZ that he suffered a transient ischemic uh, attack while out to dinner in Los Angeles with his family last week. He credited the Bronx-born Real Housewives of Orange County star 50. Uh, with his wife, with preventing the incident from evolving into a full stroke. Heather ordered their son to call to call uh, 911 as soon as Terry uh, started slurring his speech, even though the doctor said he felt fine. And though Heather insisted that the paramedics take her husband to the hospital, it wasn't until she rallied Terry's fellow medical professionals to convince him that Terry agreed to go. And it was at the hospital that doctors identified the TIA or a so-called mini-stroke. Doctors discovered that a clot had made its way to Terry's brain via a hole in the heart known as a patent foramen oval called PFO. Now, described by the Mayo Clinic as a temporary period of symptoms similar to those of a stroke, the condition rarely results in lasting damage, though a 
third of sufferers are at risk of strokes. Capital generally happen within a year of the TIA, and that's according to the hospital. Now, Terry's TIA come a little more than a year after Haley Bieber's widely publicized one. The 26-year-old model only uh, own incident also led to a PFO diagnose. Uh, Raquel uh, Laves uh, uh, from Bad- Vanderpump Rule, the co-star, doubts she that she will appear in season 11 of the show. The 28-year-old reality star hasn't shot a single scene for season 11 since filming restarted in June, and her co-stars are becoming convinced that she won't join, join the fold at all. This is according to TMZ. Uh, what more, none of her co-stars except Tom's uh, Sandoval had been in touch with Raquel since they filmed the reunion episode of the show earlier this year, and since then Raquel had spent time at a mental health facility after it emerged that she had a month-long affair with Tom. The affair led to Tom's split from uh, Ariana Maddox and prompted a backlash against Raquel. The reality star actually took to social media to apologize after news of the affair emerged. Raquel also promised to reflect on her mistake. The TV star who recently returned home after spending some time at a mental health facility said, quote, I am reflecting on my choices, speaking to a counselor, and I'm learning things about myself, such as my patterns of codependency and addiction to be, uh, an addiction to being and feeling loved. I have sought emotional validation through intimate connections that are not healthy without regards for my own well-being, sometimes negatively affecting others and often prioritizing the intimate connection over my friendship. I am taking steps to understand my behavior and make healthy choices, unquote. Right now we have here uh, 15 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to take another music break, and I'll be back with the last remaining stories of the day, so don't go anywhere. Yeah. 
That is new music from Coy LeRae and Bops. Right now we have here 12 minutes left remaining in the show. And for the last remaining stories of the day, HBO is honoring Angus Cloud after his unexpected death at age 25. A little more than a week after Cloud's de- uh, death, the network series Euphoria added an in-memorandum in tribute to the beginning of the premiere episode for both seasons. The black and white photo of Cloud reads, In Memory of Angus Cloud from 1998 to 2003. The tribute comes after Cloud died unexpectedly in his California home on July 31st. No cause of death has been revealed, though Cloud's mother wrote on Facebook over the weekend that her son did not intend to end his life. She also wrote, quote, I also want you to know that although my son was in deep grief about his father's untimely death from uh, Messiona, uh, uh, his last day was a joyful one. He was reorganizing his room and placing items around the house with intent to stay a while in the home he loved. On the Emmy-winning drama series, Cloud played kind-hearted local drug dealer Fesco, a.k.a. Fez, after Cloud's death. His friends co-star shared an outpouring of love and reflected on the actor's off-screen kindness. Euphoria has been renewed for the third season by HBO, though there's no word yet on how the series will move forward following Cloud's death. Kanye West and Kim Kardashian, at one point entertainment's most talked about couple, officially divorced last year. Their messy split will be outlined in the new Max documentary called Kim vs. Kanye, The Divorce. Max shared a trailer for the doc on Monday, August 7th with the caption, Two Sides, One Divorce, Kim vs. Kanye. The Divorce is now streaming on Max. Though it seems like neither Ye nor Kim will appear to speak their piece, their legal counsel and other pivotal figures will be present to provide commentary on the roller coaster process. Kanye West and Kim Kardashian got married in 2014 in the Scanny Hills right outside of Florence, Italy, and instantly became one of entertainment's most powerful couples. They had four children together, North St. Chicago and Palm. Psalms, I'm sorry, and things got rocky in 2016 when Ye and Donald Trump got close and took an even worse turn when he began to sport the red Make America Great Again hat in 2018. There was also drama between Donda artists and Drake that same year, which had many people speculating that Kim had previously had some type of relationship with the Toronto superstar. Kim spoke on the season premiere of Keeping Up with the Kardashian about how she believed that the Chicago super producer behavior fed into those rumors and painted her in a negative light. And after months of public drama and West continued controversies, especially after Kim K. dated Pete Davidson, the two finalized their divorce in November of 2022. The Good Life artists agreed to pay 200000 per month in child support to Kardashian, and they agreed to a 50-50 time split as it relates to their four children. West has since moved on and married Bianca Sensori, who worked for him at uh, Yeezy in January of 2023. Um, yeah, so there's going to be a new documentary on their divorce. 
Uh, Jay-Z's original 4040 Club location has shuttered its doors after two decades of operation. And according to 4040 uh, Representative uh, Andrea Thomas, the club ended its run at the end of July but has plans to reopen at a new location in 2024. Opened in 2003, the 4040 flagship venue was located in Manhattan Flag Iron uh, District and reigned as one of New York City's hottest clubs at its peak. The success of the sports bar, lounge, and restaurant resulted in the opening of other 44 clubs across the country, including ones in Las Vegas, Atlantic City, Atlanta, and in Brooklyn at the Barclays Center. In 2011, the New York location closed down for a $10 million renovation and reopened the following year. And prior to the most recent closing at the Manhattan Address, the Las Vegas 4040 Sports Lounge ended operation in 2008 with its Atlantic City venue following suit in 2013. Uh, the 44 Club has been the settling of several high-profile events and gatherings over the years, with some of its hottest stars in entertainment and sports having walked through its doors. And in 2013, Jay-Z held a festival bash in celebration of the club's 10-year anniversary with guests including Beyonce, Fabulous, Maxwell, T.I., and more. And in 2015, Jay-Z announced the launch of 4040 Live, which was hosted by WNBA star and Rock Nation client Skylar Diggins. And in 28, uh, sorry, in 2017, the mobile opened up the 44 Club Manhattan location for disaster relief for Puerto Rico, an invite-only fundraiser that raised money and garnered supplies for victims of Hurricane Maria. And uh, series regular Alexa Davalos is uh, surrendering her badge and unexpectedly stepping away from the CBS. Uh, procedural drama FBI Most Wanted ahead of its fifth season. There was no indication in the final episode of the fourth season that Davalos character, special agent Christian Gaines, might be departing the show, and the news allegedly came as a surprise to Davalos herself. A source close to the situation said that the producers informed the actress of their decision while she was still on set just after the filming of her final scene. The split was described as amicable, although the exact reason for her departure is still unclear. And similar to other Wolf Entertainment procedurals, FBI Most Wanted has seen a fair amount of cast turnovers throughout the year, usually spurred on by a combination of creative and financial decisions. Davalos was introduced in Season 3 as a former naval intelligence officer and member of the FBI Fugitive Task Force. It remains to be seen how the show writers will explain her exit in the upcoming season, but the ongoing WGA strike has created an even larger window for the creative team to decide or reconsider bringing her back. And prior to landing her role on the show, Davalos starred as Juliana Crane in all four seasons of Prime Video's The Man in the High Castle. Chris North is finally addressing the sexual assault allegation that torpedoed his career. The actor known for Law and Order, Sex in the City, and The Equalizer has given his first interview since accusations against him were made public in 2021. While copping uh, to committing adultery again, he denied the allegation made by a total of four women who came forward with stories. However, North maintained his own transgression was cheating on his wife. North went on to say that he had laid low since the allegation, but is ready to get back to work. The first two accusers, who reportedly did not know each other at the time, approached the Hollywood Reporter anonymously about incidents that allegedly occurred in 2004 in Los Angeles and 2015 in New York City. 
The 68-year-old actor initially referred to the allegation as uh, categorically false, telling the Hollywood Reporter that no, no always means no, and that it's a line I do not cross. The encounter were consensual. Immediately following the accusation, North was dropped from his talent agency, cut from the first season finale of And Just Like That, and was axed from The Equalizer. Pellington also pulled North from its 2021 ad campaign, and he lost a $12 million deal for his tequila brand, Opar. North has been married to Tara Wilson since 2012. The couple shared two sons, Orion, plus 15, and Keats, three. And nearly half a year after Austin Majors died at the age of 27, an autopsy report has confirmed that the actor caused of death. Majors suffered a fatal fentanyl overdose, according to a Los Angeles County medical examiner. Of, uh, the office report released Tuesday and cited by TMZ, the autopsy also determined his death was accidental. The NYPD blues star who played Theo Spickowitz uh, son of Dennis Franz, Franz uh, detective Andy Spickowitz on the ABC cop drama, passed away on February 11 while staying at a homeless housing facility in Los Angeles. Now, Major was a loving, artistic, brilliant, and kind human being. His family said in a statement at the time he was an active Eagle Scout and a graduate of solitarian uh, in high school. Uh, he went on to graduate from USC School of Cinematic Arts with a passion for directing and music producing. The former child actor, youngest uh, sister, uh, Callie, said that she had, had had happy memories of hanging out on set, going backpacking, and volunteering with him. Uh, he also, uh, Franz also told Entertainment uh Weekly in February that he was shocked and saddened to hear of his former co-star death. Uh, major uh, other credits include guest spots on the TV show ER, Hercules, and according to Jen, NCIS, and Desperate Housewives. He also had a voice role in the 2002 Disney film Treasure Planet. He, uh, his last on-screen appearance came in 2009 episode of How I Met Your Mother. Wayne Brady has come out as pansexual and part of the LGBTQ plus family. The Emmy-winning television personality opened up about his sexuality, uh, sexual identity rather, in a message shared on social media while lip-syncing to Celine Dion is all coming back to me. Brady was accompanied by dancers waving a rainbow flag under a shower of rainbow-colored confetti. Now, this is what the uh, 51-year-old actor, television host, and Grammy-nominated singer wrote in the caption. He said, quote, As someone who gets to bring joy to others daily on TV, it's been ironic that I don't experience it as much as I like. The term pan, short for pansexual, is one of several terms under the bi plus umbrella is used to describe a person who has the capacity to form enduring physical, romantic, and or emotional attraction to any person regardless of gender identity, according to Glad Media Reference Guide. To braid it means being able to be attracted to anyone who identifies as gay, straight, bi, transgender, or non-binary, uh, being able to be attracted across the board. Other celebrities who identify as pansexual include Demi Lovato, Janelle Monae, 
Brandon Urie, and Miley Cyrus. Dwayne Johnson claimed the failed Black Adam sequel got lost in a vortex of a new leadership at Warner Brothers Discovery. He talked about getting dropped on a recent episode of Kevin Hart Heart to Heart show on which he talked about the passion project that saw him play the titular ancient superhero. Dwayne added that the Black Adam sequel got caught in that web of new leadership and that the project being dropped will always be one of the biggest mysteries. Ahead of the release of Black Adam in October of 2022, Dwayne also touted plans to develop his own chapter within the DC Universe and expand the character, but that was before James Gunn and Peter Safran took over and reshaped the entire DC studio slate. In December of 2022, Johnson announced that plans for a Black Adam sequel had halted and would not be resuming anytime soon. And, uh, oh, and the uh, Barbie movie has surpassed $1 billion in global ticket sales within three weeks of its release, breaking the previous record for female directors. The achievement places Barbie, directed and co-written by Greta Gerwig, among the roughly 50 movies in modern box office history that have broken the $1 billion mark. The uplifting comedy based on the iconic doll has already sold more tickets than Patty Jenkins, who grossed $821.8 million with Wonder Woman. The film still trails behind three co-directed projects led by women, Frozen, $1.3 billion, and Frozen 2, $1.45 billion, both directed by Jennifer Lee and Chris Buck, and Captain Marvel, $1.1 billion, directed by Anna Bowden and Ryan Fleck. Uh, this past weekend saw a new competition with the animated Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, Mutant Mayhem, and the shark thriller sequel, Meg 2, The Trend, starring Jason Statham. Uh, both films vied for the second-place spot alongside uh, Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer, now in the third weekend. And despite re- receiving poor reviews, Meg 2, directed by Ben Whitley, Wheatley, uh, he earned $30 million in its opening weekend and captured second place. It has benefited from its 3D release, which contributes to 22% of its earnings. So the success of Barbie, Oprah, Oppenheimer, and other films like Sound of Freedom has contributed to a surge in box office revenue, exceeding expectations and offsetting some of the disappointment experienced during the summer season. However, the momentum could be threatened if the industry failed to resolve the strike by actors and writers, which had led some studios to reschedule film release in 2024. And, uh, oh, I also had wanted to uh, tell you guys about uh, speaking of, um, I thought I had the story here about um, Billy Porter, who, who, since he has to, uh, you know, sell his home due to the strike because he can't afford to live there. Um, The two projects that he had scheduled to do, um, he can't do it because of the writer's strike, and now he's forced to, unfortunately, end up selling his home. And I was talking with my husband the other day, and I said, you know, the strike is going to affect more uh, actors and singers of color more than anything else because, you know, it's bad enough they don't get enough work as it is. And this is just proof that uh, Billy Porter uh, is one of them. 
Well, that will do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs. Have a great week. Make sure you stay safe, and I'll talk to you next time. Take care.